love the silent hours of the night. That's when my thoughts come to life. Those are the late night conversations. I don't mind losing sleep over. Join me on the late nights with your Tammy. Welcome to the Late Nights with Just Dami. I hope you all are doing well. Today with me is Dr. Robert Yoho. And we'll be talking about his book titled Omon's Secrets. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Hi, Dami. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, you don't have to call me doctor. You just call me Robert. I, I'm retired. And so I don't, I just go by my first name now. Oh, okay. So, Robert, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. I always have to do this disclaimer, right, before we start, because in America, we've got all these lawyers. And yeah. so we have to say that this is not specific healthcare advice for individuals, it's for general information only, and use it at your own risk. And if you have problems with your health, go to a licensed provider of some kind, a doctor or someone else, and see if you can uh, figure them out with their help. Oh. Oh, which is which is very advisable right yeah so um, go ahead okay okay go ahead go ahead well i started getting interested in hormones because i was a cosmetic surgeon and a lot of my patients were over 50 and they're women so they had problems with hot flashes muscle wasting uh they weren't as alert as they were and they they talked about it to me and i eventually took, took training and i started treating them with bioidentical hormones now these are hormones that are identical to the human body so they can't be patented so um I saw wonderful results. I mean, these people just had their lives turned inside out. Uh, they often felt like they were 20 years younger. It wow. improved their sexualities and they, uh, they were more alert. They felt great. And I have some experience treating men, but my primary experience is with women. Amen. And I, I thought it was just, it was a stunning improvement for most of them. You know, the title of the book got me really, really curious. What's really our hormone secrets? hormone secrets are the fact that these things are run down by the medical industry because they work so well in my opinion yeah. and they compete with patented drugs which are tremendously profitable so they never get promoted by the big pharma companies because they can't sell them and make the billions of dollars on them um, yeah. instead they're used they're put together by compounding pharmacies which make up the drugs for each individual person and that works well and individual compounding pharmacies develop good reputations and the doctors learn that they're good and then then the, the whole thing becomes very reliable so we're mainly talking about for women estrogen progesterone and testosterone and these are the bioidentical or chemically identical ones and not the hormones that big pharma concocts from for example, horse urine or um, progesterone that's chemically altered and patented, or it was patented. So those aren't as good. They cause some problems, a little bit of cancer here and there and so on and so forth. But 
they were they were better than nothing but we now have these new ones which are essentially the same as the human body's components which uh I mean, they just work fabulously and have few problems mm. so let's talk about um the first chapter of your book in layman terms what does hormone therapy mean for women well typically now in your age group some women have tremendously difficult um premenstrual syndromes yes, that's uh, right, right before they right and that's progesterone a low progesterone level yes. and progesterone natural progesterone is virtually harmless and it can be replaced in the second half of the cycle or sometimes only three or four days and um that you can take a lot of this stuff and it it doesn't cause problems to your reproductive status or anything else and relieves a lot of the symptoms of irritability and other things that women have in the second half of their menstrual cycle in the second half before they have their menstrual period and so in, in your age group it's mainly that now we also have um a group called uh, polycystic ovary disease and they often benefit from thyroid as well and these people are frequently infertile and it's not difficult to make them fertile if you use bioidentical hormones but the majority of my patients were over 50 they were people whose menstrual periods had stopped or were starting to stop or the hormones were starting to go away from age 45 on from 45 on the frequent pattern is no no progesterone and then at 50 oftentimes both the estrogen and the progesterone is gone so i replace these hormones using oral forms or creams or sometimes pellets injected underneath the skin and that's what i really like to do to get people uh, started on this i would have a patient in for surgery and if she was interested if she was menopausal an appropriate candidate i would get her started with a pellet uh, inserted underneath the skin of her tummy fat through the belly button where she couldn't even see the scar and she'd have three months of relief from her menopausal symptoms and by the time the end of the three months rolled around she usually most of them continued and they they understood how valuable it was if you just prescribe a medication to a patient in america one-third of the medications get thrown away <laughs> it's a true story <laughs> why is that That's the studies, <laughs> study, well they don't trust us and i think it's for good reason now we we've uh we haven't been very trustworthy in the last two years wow um so so uh one-third of the medications get thrown away so i in order to prevent this problem if the patients were appropriate and des desired a trial, I would just give them testosterone. In testosterone, pellets get broken down to estrogen, which is the primary female hormone. Now, just to give you a feeling for how important this is, mm -hmm. if we started every, every woman on estrogen at the time of their menopause, around 50 years of age, it would prevent up to 80% of the Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Now, almost everybody has some experience with Alzheimer's. Their family members yes. have it or they it's like having a stroke. Basically, your personality goes away and you're left with yeah. your body and it's oh, it's all forgetting things. And it's arguably the most expensive disease in the United States today if you count the long-term care costs. Wow. So, if we started everybody on the appropriate doses of estrogen, and you know treated them and watched them for the problems and did whatever is appropriate uh 80 up to 80 percent and what i did in my book was i 
I put in an appendix the 75 references in the medical literature that showed this. So I didn't, I don't want you to take anything for granted. If you get my ebook, which is about $4 yeah. US, um, all the links are available and you can, you can check to see whether what I'm saying is oh, consistent with it. Up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm getting a lot of five-star reviews. My other book had, has around a hundred and this one has at least 30, uh, mm. five-star reviews. And so, and, and I recommend that women, even women in your age group understand that stuff because I've discovered women in their thirties who've been in full menopause. They had, they didn't have any surgery or anything else. Wow. Um, they didn't get their ovaries taken out or damaged in a hysterectomy, which sometimes happens, but I checked them out and they already had their kids and they were having hot flashes. And when I checked their hormones, everything was zero. So I was able to start these women on usually estrogens, progesterone and testosterone. And they felt like they were, you know, 25 again, like they felt before. And instead of feeling terrible, and if you have close relatives or your mother went through the change of life, the menopause, you know how many people suffer with it. It's it's not yeah. just a temporary thing either. It's not. It, it goes on for years. It never years. goes away. <laughs> In my opinion, and it's never too late to, to start treating uh, the, the menopausal symptoms that come with low hormone levels. And it's, it's very easy and very inexpensive to uh, get started on this stuff. In America, there's a list in my book of people you can get online who can do it. But, uh, you know, in most major metropolitan areas in the Western world, you can um, search for bioidentical hormones and find a physician who understands it. And if you know what you're asking for, in other words, you've read my book and understand it, um, you can tell whether that you're getting the right therapy or not. Hmm. Useful. I was going to ask you uh, what the effects of estrogen and uh, progesterone are for women. Well, you already touched on that, but what really are the effects of estrogen and progesterone for women? Well, progesterone, um, they both have many effects that are complicated and yeah. they both pro probably help you live longer. Uh, and I know that's a big claim because we can't take people and put them in cages and find out whether they live longer if in the, in the group that gets the estrogen and the progesterone. But um, aside from uh, relieving symptoms, um, yeah. they uh, probably, as I mentioned, it has effects on the, on the brain and uh, you know, men need, estrogen too and when they get testosterone that gets broken down to estrogen and they get estrogen levels also and estrogen prevents and treats prostate cancer so it wow. if you're on testosterone from an early age uh the chances of getting prostate cancer are lower and that's not been carefully documented in study but it, it certainly seems like a very likely conclusion based on the fact that you can treat prostate cancer with uh, by taking estrogen and it, it goes away in the PSA which is the blood test for prostate cancer uh, frequently declines and even normalizes so um, taking taking estrogen has many positive effects now progesterone is kind of the mellowing out hormone and so all the uh, irritability that a lot of women have in the second half of their menstrual cycle yeah. due to low progesterone levels 
all that gets treated if you just take oral progesterone. And there's a couple different kinds. There's the kind that you just swallow, which sometimes make people sleepy. So you take those at bedtime. And then there's a kind that's called a trochee, which is a suck and swallow, um, one that goes right into your bloodstream from your from your mouth. So those are those are the general characteristics of estrogen and progesterone. Estrogen is probably the most important hormone for good health for both men and women. Women. And the, a lot of the effects of testosterone are due. A lot of the effects of testosterone for men and women are due to the estrogen breakdown products. Mm. Now then, there's testosterone, which both men and women have. These things aren't just a, a male hormone or a female hormone. Mm. The testosterone for men is super important they have levels that are 20 times roughly what a woman has and if they don't have that they're not as confident they're not as um sexual um their 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 muscle muscle development's not as good and their levels of alertness are not as good a lot of the fatigue and so on in middle age is due to low testosterone and estrogen levels so these things are critical and they're not widely used because Mm -hmm. the pharmaceutical companies combined with the fda who are hand in glove um have put warnings on these drugs on these drugs they've Mm -hmm. you know they've claimed they've claimed that these medications produce um, heart disease strokes and other horrible problems and 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 cancer and it's just it's just untrue and you can read through hormone secrets and uh look at the links and read the references if you don't believe me so do hormones really cure diseases well um hormones um cure many diseases of aging but specifically um there is uh there is a great there's a, a fair amount of experience treating breast cancer with testosterone and there if you want to go on um a website to read about that read about someone who's published papers about that and and read the actual papers i believe it's um, hormone uh hormonebalance.org do.org and that one's in my book too if you can't find it but um this this physician has a lot of experience treating uh even stage four breast cancer wow testosterone and it's it works in as far as i can tell from reading the studies and i don't have personal experience with this it works better than all these toxic chemotherapy drugs that they're using and it certainly works better than what's used primarily which is the estrogen blockers so they the women get testosterone doses that are about half of what a man would have right they're not you're not getting a huge huge dose Uh, but it still can cause a bit of acne or hair growth but who cares about that if you can get rid of your breast cancer you know yeah and then the other actual treatment is men with prostate cancer can take estrogen now i believe that men yeah I believe that the men who have taken testosterone their whole lives or, you know, ever since they were 45 or 50, I think their chances of having any kind of serious problem with prostate cancer are much lower. There's no good studies on this because it's not a profitable drug to study. It's inexpensive. Testosterone is cheap. You can get it anywhere Um, and you can inject it or put it on as a cream. Um, Mm. And so uh it does it has been used to treat 
I'm sorry, estrogen has been used to treat. I got mixed up there. Estrogen is the one that, yeah, estrogen is the one that's been used to treat prostate cancer. cancer. And, and we have used estrogen for 30, 40 years for this. And we used it before we had the current chemotherapy drugs and it may have worked better. And the only thing is they were using estrogen that is synthetic, right? It's not identical. Yeah. It's not identical to, um, the, uh, estrogens that you can obtain now which are bioidentical or identical to the human body's compounds okay what what works best for weight loss and health improvements is it diet Test, is it testosterone uh, oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> testosterone is, is the best weight loss drug we've ever had and oh. the studies on the studies on men um, show gradual weight loss over a decade and these are huge studies of 800 patients and more. Wow. Um, now, as far as the diets go, um, I reviewed that in Hormone Secrets. Yeah. And our FDA, which has thrown us under the bus for so many things, <laughs> they threw us under the bus for, the FDA is the regulatory agency yeah. in the United States, which is mm -hmm. supposed to regulate both food and drugs. And drugs, right? yeah. Yeah, and so for drugs, they, are essentially um, they are essentially bought off by big pharma because roughly two thirds or well over half of their revenues come directly from the pharmaceutical houses mm -hmm. through user user fees and user fees are fees that accumulate during the patent process and this started in around 2003 and after that point and and it was widely criticized by industry observers and yeah. after that point the FDA began being progressively more influenced and even some regard it now as a marketing arm of the pharmaceutical companies. And we can certainly mm. see that with the COVID vaccine because these things, these things look terrible, but they're still widely, you know, they're still approved and so approved, on and so forth. Yes. Despite, <laughs> despite 16,000 deaths so far mm. and that are documented. Now that death rate is on the VAERS, this vaccine database. And they are, it probably is underreported by a factor of three. So there's probably 45,000 deaths. And other vaccines are thrown in the wastebasket after 50 deaths, right? So there's something very odd going on in America. And, but anyway, back on to the, to the food, the, the, the FDA has been essentially purchased by the food companies as well. So for 30 years, we have publicized this false idea that high carbohydrate, high carbohydrate diets carbohydrate, are the yeah. best, mm -hmm. and they're not. The the newest science and the most credible science says that saturated fats, meats, and saturated, uh, you know, like butter and, and butter, um, yes. other yeah, and cheese, they're mm -hmm. the healthy and cheese, cheese mm -hmm. and eggs, they're the healthiest things you can eat. And in fact, these diets with just um, saturated fat and protein with very little carbohydrate called the keto diets have been described and the people who get on these diets frequently throw away their blood pressure medications they throw away their diabetic medications and they lose weight fairly rapidly and they're not totally easy i've been a keto diet person for three months now at first you may get something called the keto flu as you're 
body adapts to fat, adapts to a new, to yeah. fat and not carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. So I felt crummy for about two weeks, but wow. I'm, I'm adapted <laughs> now and I, I feel fine and I think it's helpful. Um, so that's the diets in a nutshell. Um, the vegans, there seem to be a 10% of people that seem to do well in a vegan diet, but overall, it, it causes a lot of problems. It causes osteoporosis, a lot of other things that's pretty well documented. And the the vegans have a conflict of interest, Dami. You know what the you know what that is? Mm. They're worried about the they're worried about the animals. See, and they're and they one are. of my vegan friends. <laughs> yeah, one of my vegans friends said, and of course we've been um, using animals to eat for millennia. Yes. Uh, one of my vegan friends said said that uh, she didn't care whether she was healthy or not. She just wanted to be careful about her little friends and not not. Not, and not uh, eat them up. Not eat them, yeah. <laughs> and so I was tempted to ask her uh, whether she felt that she was uh, a cannibal if she ate. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I, that's too much for a vegan. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have brought that up. But uh, okay. So the the things that help, um, the controlled fasting, mm. I think is more more difficult than the, the intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, right? Yeah. And that that stuff is if you can tolerate that. Now, if you're if you're super fat, if you're if you're 100 pounds over or something like that, yeah. many of these people manage to lose weight by fasting for several days at a time and then eating a couple of meals and then going back to fasting. Yeah. And they they do they do very well on that stuff. Um, but uh, uh, I've, I've personally, I'm not overweight, so I find the intermittent fasting much more difficult than just eating keto. And when you eat keto, you can pretty much eat all you want. All you uh, want, you just, yeah. Yeah, you just get kind of sick of it. So that's um, weight loss in a nutshell. Testosterone really helps. And you can use testosterone as a sole therapy for menopause for women if you want, because it gets broken down into estrogen. And nobody's managed to throw any rocks at that. I, you, you, you know, men, men can get sterile and their balls get small. But aside from that, and maybe a little acne, it's super safe and has many, many, many positive, uh, you know, positive super healthy. How, how you feel. Yeah. Super healthy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have doses and everything and, and hormone secrets. Oh, wow. So what other advice do you have for the listeners? Well, I, I, I would say, you know, I would say, you know, consider looking at my other book also, which is butchered by healthcare. Uh, you know, you guys are living in a different world than we do, obviously, yes, we are. Uh, but you're still, you, there are still problems with the big pharmaceutical companies and the, the medical industry yes. that makes some of the things that you read and hear about it less than honest. I, you know, the, the studies have been ruined. Um, you know, medical studies have essentially been ruined yeah. by uh, a combination of uh, the FDA looking the other way, the drug companies doing whatever they want and using their their study department for marketing purposes they ruin the statistics they use contract research groups and they throw away half the studies in some cases like you may not have been um you may not have gotten the hpv vaccine have you ever heard of that it's the human no, no, no. vaccine no but hpv yeah vaccine okay. so in japan they threw the vaccine out the window because they realized that 50% of the studies were uh, concealed, right? So yeah. they're doing the same thing right now with um, ivermectin, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which are wonderful and they work well against COVID. 
but these um, these pharma companies and the various big money interests have published hundreds and hundreds of papers in America claiming ivermectin is only for horses when we have billions, be billions of doses administered to humans worldwide and it's a well-known excellent antiviral medication yeah. so there's there's a story there and uh that's not our topic but um it's it's important no well we we used to use um chloroquine in nigeria uh i think when i was younger i used to hear a lot about chloroquine or malaria so we used to use that in nigeria it's it's a harmless drug and it it has been used in pregnancy with very successfully and again uh, between the two drugs billions of doses and the, the the publicity over here to run these drugs down and to try to push people into using a vaccine that wow. just um it's creating fatalities uh and many 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 strokes and other problems uh is the the pressure for this most profitable drug in history the pressure is just phenomenal dami and i mean i can't i i've never seen anything like it and i think uh we're not done with the the covid um quote pandemic at all i think they've got something else in store for us this fall and this this winter <laughs> we don't know we don't know what they have we in don't store. know yeah no. we don't know we have to wait and see for that well um robert thank you so much for honoring my invitation this has really been eye-opening and intriguing um how can anyone interested to learn more about hormone secrets reach you Dami, thank you. Um, it's uh, my website. I'm 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 68 years old, so I don't know anything <laughs> about face Facebook or you know Twitter or Instagram. I don't. My kids are all on that stuff, but I just have a website that I made yeah. myself, and it's robertyohoauthor.com. Robertyohoauthor.com, which yeah. you can stick in the show notes. And I I really appreciate your courtesy and uh, and being on your show. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. We've reached the end of the show. Um, it's another exciting episode, and thank you so much for listening. It's just Dami Yoga. Good night. Thanks, Dami. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you learned something from today's episode. Don't forget to join me on the next episode of your favorite show, The Lake Nights with Just Dummy.